0: Okay, no music intro or anything on this one. My project file for Audacity uh, and all of my music and how it was cut up uh, got corrupted. So I'm taking this as a sign that I need to find new podcast music and change up the structure of the show a little bit, possibly. I'm definitely going to find new music. Um, That's just like an insider scoop for the next episode. I'm going to go ahead and... uh, actually this might come out after you hear the last episode so disregard um, you would have already heard the new music I hope you guys and girls uh, like it Uh, I understand that change is hard to take in sometimes so you might be like oh you know I like the chill vibes of the other one I got I I got an email um, a few months ago from a patron slash friend Tom that mentioned that you know having an upbeat 2021 song would be Cool, uh, just because you know 2020 was a rough year and 2021, we're looking forward. uh, And I just finally got around to uh, getting this done because, well, my project file got corrupted, and you know, I have like a database inside my brain of just you know, feature suggestions that you guys and girls always uh, give me, which I'm very thankful for. And if you want to send any of those my way, you can go to junie at thetagang.com and send me an email. Um, But anyway, hope you guys and girls enjoy this part 4 of the stock tier list. I think there's going to be many parts because we're not even halfway done. Uh, I can imagine this being a 10, 12, 13, 14 part series. But this is very fun to do, and I hope you guys and girls enjoy and have an amazing week. Love you guys. Bye. This next one is Corsair. Um, Resantis. Thank you for the follow. Uh, Corsair. I've seen people trade it before. Um, Corsairs, And I remember it was a thing. XBOWZZZ. Thank you for the follow. Um, just looking at some stuff. The P&E ratio is good I think I'm not sure cuz hear me out Corsair is not a retail p- company they're like a product company at least from what I think it is um, they're not software either so you know they shouldn't have a high PE ratio I'm just not sure what or how high 17 really is for a product based company. Um just kinda like look in bird's eye view of just what Corsair is at. Corsair looks like it's at the brink of whatever support this might be. Um no dividend, but that's okay. Uh so P&E ratio of 17, so the company makes money. Um I literally only know Corsair because of the of this like is anybody else on the same but bo- oh it's probably just cuz it's like out of stock uh, but that's why it's the ones one star rating but this is this is the only oh well I'm not I'm not talking about the gaming PC but there's the Corsair Vengeance RAM sticks which I think everyone gets uh, but outside of that like I would never buy a keyboard from them or a mouse uh, just cause I'm like, I'm very particular with my other brands that I like. Empty Cans, hello, uh, Corsair only has monthlies, Oh, we'll look into that. Um, Mr. Integrity says it was a uh, WSB stock. Empty Cans, yo, uh, Jordan Firepower only know them for gaming headphones. Honestly, for gaming headphones, I would just think of like the first company that I think of is Turtle Beach, but I don't think we're even ranking Turtle Beach right now. Oh, actually, because Turtle Beach is a product company, let, let let's look up what the P/E ratio Turtle Turtle Beach stock Their P/E ratio is 11. Though, you know, to be really honest, I think chips would like ram sticks are harder to quote like build than uh or like more proprietary than headphones but i could i could be wrong um yeah yeah good thing we're not talking about turtle beach though so we'll go back to corsair stock P/N ratio of 17 i really don't have a good gauge on whether or not that's high um we're going to go into Tasterworks here. What is it? C-R-S-R. Wow. Yeah, this is definitely probably when Wall Street Bets (laughs) came in. Corsair hit a high of 42 at one point. Uh, It is now at 26. So that's a... That's a yikes. Um, As Easy Money Sniper. Uh, points out they only have monthlies, which is honestly to me like a pretty good thing. Especially if I were to like, you know, recommend this to a friend and say like, hey, you know, if you have trouble deciphering what's a monthly and what's a weekly, this one's cool. But I mean that that really should just be up to what broker they end up picking. If I were to pick a strike or a uh, contract here, I'd probably pick the twenty four day over the fifty nine. 59 is just it's like it's just a little bit too boring for me. I don't feel like I'm getting in the premium fast enough. Uh, s- 2673 seems to be like a support area. Selling the 27.5 put nets you 150 bucks. Um on like a twenty-seven hundred dollar investment. And I mean, this is pretty solid. Fifty-one uh, percent, implied <laughs> in pride, implied volatility too. Good amount of option volume. I think the determining factor here of whether or not this is like B or A tier. No, this can't be A tier. I can't. I can't say this is A tier strictly because this isn't. Something that you would always want in like your portfolio, even if you were long. Um, this is a very strong B tier. I'd say this is stronger than all the, or st- stronger than most of the B tiers that we currently have, strictly because a lot of the B tier has a lot of the, a lot of risk involved. Um, uh, for example, you know, for the podcast, the people that are listening, Alibaba is in here. Uh, so is Blizzard. Uh, Best Buy is in here, but they're a retailer, not a a consumer product, really. Uh, And Coinbase is in here, Uh, that's also risky. So, Corsair, I feel, is just a very strong B. And we'll put it like that. And if if we were to order it, it'd be somewhere along the lines of like this, I think. Um, But let's not get into like order just yet. But for this particular example, I think B tier is in order. That goes Amazon, Corsair, Best Buy, Coinbase, Blizzard, and Alibaba. Um, Let's move on to uh, CrowdStrike. Nash expects... Steve Nash? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who's Nash? Nash expects the stock to double from its current price. (laughs) Uh, As from uh, Double Burnt Bagel. Um, CrowdStrike. Okay, what does CrowdStrike do? Let's see. Crowd, strike, stock. No PE ratio, no dividend. Uh, huge market cap, though, and the stock price is pretty expensive at 254 Um, It's had an amazing year. Uh, just only basically going up from... Covid times. Uh, okay, let's see. Crouch Crowds- I'm trying to find the like definition. Uh, it's a cybersecurity company. Okay. Why are investors paying a premium for CrowdStrike? First, it enjoys an early mover advantage in the relatively new market for cloud-native cybersecurity solutions. Unlike older cybersecurity companies which install on-site appliances, CrowdStrike provides all of its cybersecurity tools as cloud-based modules which are easier to install, update, and scale as the company expands. That's cool. That's cool. Second, CrowdStrike has grown like a weed since its IPO in 2019. Okay, okay, okay. CrowdStrike's number, subscription numbers have also grown. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Here's the good meat of it. What are CrowdStrike's main weaknesses? CrowdStrike's top-line growth is impressive, but it remains unprofitable on a gap basis. Okay. Uh, The widening loss can be attributed to its recent acquisition of Humio. Uh... Lastly, CrowdStrike still faces a lot of competition. Sentinel-1 is a smaller rival. Um... Impala Alto Networks is a market leader in on-site firewall appliances. Okay. All right, cybersecurity. Going back to CrowdStrike. No, they don't make money. They don't have a dividend. Large market cap. Cybersecurity. Don't think this is a A tier. Just off the bat. Uh, LOL Robot. Hello. How are you? Yeah, very near all-time highs. Cooling off just because of the macro downward movement that we've been facing. I'm gonna bring up Tasty Work, um, CRWD, CrowdStrike. Fairly good implied volatility. Go to the monthly here. Option volume is also good or op- open interest. Uh, twenty-five. Okay, at the money, and at the money put, if you sold it, gives you 950. And at the money put for Nvidia, gives you 690. Though there's a 4K difference. Not that big though. You get paid pretty fat for this. Why is that? It's nice, I mean, cybersecurity, low-key or not even low-key i think everyone knows is going to be very very important uh as everyone just gets more up to speed more black hats though there's gonna be more white hats sure Um, but just imagine like a like a team of super nerds just going out of their way to like wreak havoc like that would probably be uh really bad and i think that's probably already happening we're just not aware um This is solid. If I knew more if I knew more about cybersecurity and I was really gung-ho about it, I feel like I would put this in A tier and I would invest in it, but I just don't know enough about this to really recommend this at a A tier. If some other smart engineer or if some other engineer, I'm not smart. Uh, were to go through this and evaluate this they would probably be like wow juni you really need to make sure that you prioritize future moats and what could potentially be of importance later it's just not sub- it's just not something i can speak to uh, with confidence so crowdstrike very strong b probably somewhere tied with corsair Um, But that's just due to my own personal lack of knowledge in the cybersecurity space. LOL Robot says, uh, I just had to fix my radon removal system. I'll post pics tomorrow on Discord. Beast. Who gonna hack Bitcoin? Yeah, that is, that's the, that's the struggle is like, Who's gonna own enough to do that fifty-one percent attack thing? Um, next up is Cisco. Cisco stock. To me, I feel like Cisco is like a relatively like safe stock to invest in, right? Yeah, I mean it's ripped up from a few bottoms. Actually, there was a double bottom that happened on. Uh, like basically, the COVID bottom and then bottomed out again sometime in like October and it just flew up from there. But now it's kind of retracing. Uh, Cisco pays a dividend and its PE ratio for a tech company is pretty low. Um, it's considered a blue chip company. That's cool. Uh, I could definitely see this in like a long portfolio. Uh I wouldn't feel bad like recommending Cisco. It does it doesn't feel all too risky. Um Cisco, I'm gonna bring it up on Tasteworks here. High volatility, pretty low. Lots of option volume and that's still before earnings. This is pretty solid. Um Yeah, I mean, and they're going to be relevant for a really long time. I don't think there's much, quote, like disruption uh, in this industry. Uh, Google says, Cisco Systems is an American multinational technology conglomerate corporation headquartered in San Jose, California. Integral to the growth of Silicon Valley, Cisco develops, manufactures, and sells networking hardware, software, telecommunications equipment, and other high technology services and products. If the implied volatility was higher, uh, but honestly, Costco is not. Uh, Costco's implied volatility is not that high, it's an A tier. Uh, this has good option volume, solid company, blue chip, pays a dividend. I think this is a case for uh, A tier someone wants to even though it doesn't pay a lot someone wants to write a cash secure put on this thing I wouldn't I wouldn't be scared for him I wouldn't have to worry about that person um, yeah yeah I feel I feel good just putting in a tier Cisco um, data dog I used to talk about datadog on the podcast in the earlier days of the podcast a lot. Uh, I use Datadog uh, for my nine to5 job uh, and I think I'm about to start using it for Theta gang very soon. Um, let me just do a quick search on datadog competitors real quick. Mm, Let me just do Datadog Alternatives Dynatrace Mm, And you know what? This is This is pretty ground level Due diligence But every time you go to Like an AWS event Or You go to like a hackathon or something Maybe not like a hackathon But like whenever you go to like a big uh, tech conference, Datadog always has a nice booth, and they present their product really well, and they definitely know how to sell their product. Um. Okay, I'm just gonna. Oh, oh, New Relic actually, and I think they're actually a stock. New Relic stock. I know, they are, they are. Okay. Just doing a quick comparison here. Wow, no one must look at this stock chart because that took a long time to load in cash. New relic, yeah, doing pretty well. Okay. Uh DD's D Dog stock. Yeah, and I mean that, that's perfect too. So no PE ratio on Datadog, no dividend on Datadog, which is understandable not the best thing, so I'm not going to put this in A tier just because they don't make money or, you know, they don't, uh, return profits, uh, per share, um, or they do, they do get in profits per share, just not price to earnings at a positive ratio, um, Hmm. Okay. Solid graph. Looks very, very nice. Gonna go and bring up Tastyworks, D Dog. I, I already feel like I already know where I'm gonna put this. Good implied volatility. Monthly is right here. Um, yeah. Uh. Very bullish, you see a lot more calls at the top end than you see uh, puts on the low end. Um, Datadog also had a pretty good day today, 2%, that's not bad. Uh, 46, good implied volatility, option volume is medium. It's not the best, um, especially like if you wanted to sell like uh a put at the money or something you see the slippage is kind of big like low like kind of big it's 20 20 dollars where like if you went to something like apple maybe um this one is 15 this one is 10 um but yeah uh i i use the product datadog feels really intuitive and it's very customizable. It has all the integrations you could possibly need. And they're just always integrating new things. I feel good about putting Datadog really high up on the B tier. I think we'll just kind of tier these in order. I like it more than Amazon in terms of like, if I were to, well, first of all, Amazon, you need a whole boatload of money to write cash secure put. But if you were to do it, at a percentage based level, or like have people choose to sell puts on either Amazon or Datadog, it's more lucrative to do it on Datadog. And if you loved Datadog as much as I do, then you would feel better uh, at putting your money up for uh, Datadog than Amazon. The only reason why I wouldn't put this in A-tier is just because I think A-tier, I think blindly selling cash secure puts on these companies are like, it's low-key okay. I'm not a financial advisor, so just don't do that because you're going to lose a lot of money if you listen to me. Um, But Datadog is also just priced for growth. Like, Imagine if something new came out the next day uh, from some new startup that is just quote like way better than Datadog Uh, then Datadog would be in trouble Um, it's not necessarily a moat either like data collection and alerting because Amazon also provides that through um, their CloudWatch services and stuff Um, though Datadog is just so tailored and everything's just so you can tell Datadog was built for the engineer which feels good um, but yeah very solid B uh, it, it would be my favorite um, my favorite put to write in this entire category here Tron connect says uh, we use datadog too it's the best it's nice like you don't have a bad time in the datadog console and all the dashboards you get to create and how customizable that is whoever is in charge of product at datadog, like if you're trying to poach the best of the best DataDog dog has one of the best of the best um here we go disney um this is going to uh rattle a few people uh we have a few disney fans in the discord and we're not just talking about walt disney we're talking about actual disney stock So uh, for those that are in the Discord and you are hearing my opinion, I think that everyone that has Disney positions in the Discord has them for the correct reasons and nothing should change. Don't let my opinion right now dissuade you or convince you to go in. Stay with whatever stance you have on Disney. Um, Let's just look up Disney graph. And so here's also another thing, just before I even type this in the fact that i can just say disney and that everyone knows what disney is is a huge huge thing brand recognition and all the work that they do to make sure that their brand is like what kids will gr- will grow up with is huge that is that is a moat their influence in like the entertainment industry and all of that needs to be considered when investing into a company like Disney. Um, and we're right now we're gonna be look, looking on more of a technical level, but just make sure you understand that uh, it's really important that this brand that you build is recognized by as many people as you can as as is as, as humanly possible. Similar to McDonalds. Uh, But yeah, everyone knows what Disney stock is. I don't even need to read the description about it. I just wanted to point that out. Disney stock uh, had a rough 4.17 day today. Um, I guess it's because Disney shares tumble as CEO projects lower fourth quarter subscriber growth. Um, Okay. Doesn't change the fact that every single parent uh, in my generation and future generations will have Disney Plus, but uh, you know I digress. Gonna look at the year to date. Year to date, honestly, from, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna do the mocking voice, from the Theta Gang level, it's a dream. Like if you were selling puts and selling cover calls above your cost basis, you had a pretty fun and active year. Uh, and yeah, looking at the one year, wow, it has traded very flat. I honestly also thought that Disney paid a dividend, but it doesn't show that it does. I could have sworn they did, um, but they don't. Disney stock, uh, currently trading at all time highs. P and E ratio of Disney is 279 which is insane but here we go you have to think about uh, like all the movies that they're making uh they still got all the parks um, they have disney plus which makes them like quote a software company and that, that this p e ratio pricing them for growth is okay now because they can scale more than just movie numbers and park ticket numbers. Now it's subscriber numbers via uh, like software, aka Disney Plus, ESPN, whatever, and whatever that package is, um, it, which is just huge. So, two seventy nine, not that bad. People invest in Tesla, and people invest in. Shopify, people invest in all these other companies that have insane P/E ratios. People uh, invest in Zoom, and Zoom had like fourteen hundred P/E ratio. So the brand recognition and all the things that Disney has, you know, given us, uh, can justify two seventy nine. Is it justified? I don't know. You don't know. No one knows. But it could justify it. Now let's go into TastyWorks. Diz. Diz. <laughs> um twenty-four day thirty-two percent implied volatility. I'm gonna quickly look on the graph. Did this drop happen midday? Uh I think it did. Yeah, it happened Yeah, it happened midday uh where actually yeah rsi wow it hits 20. that's insane so here we go let me let me actually zoom out of this graph real quick and let me try and make a point just so we can like illustrate a little bit of like what what can be happening So if the P&E ratio of this company is 279 here and the CEO says, hey, you know, like next quarter, we're not gonna see as many subscriber numbers. The P&E ratio being high means that's really, really priced to grow. And if the CEO says, hey, we're not gonna actually grow as fast as people are evaluating us or valuing us, you're going to see a drop off where is it will it fall to i have no clue no one else knows either but something interesting here and this is the oogla boogla territory uh on the weekly i don't know if if this is like a valid thing there you go weekly one year uh it's bouncing off the 50 ema so that's pretty cool um you can just say that like hey what the 170 might be like worth writing (laughs) and you could get 420 for it which is pretty cool (laughs) um yeah and it seems like a lot of other people are thinking the same thing lots of calls at the 180 strike yeah i'm starting to sound like an announcer my bad um disney is solid stock i like disney i don't think you go wrong with writing disney disney has you know higher implied volatility than um than Cisco and Costco. Um, has more brand recognition. I'd say more people like globally would know who Mickey Mouse is than, than know what a Costco is. Um, hmm. The CEO thing isn't going to play a factor into where Disney gets tiered. And honestly, just thinking about this, uh, going back to the tier list, I'm going to put Disney in A tier. It's just going to be the lower end of the A tier. Um, If we're going to put these in order, I think I could do that real quick. Um, Yeah, the Gug category is fine. Gug category, I think AMC is the best out of Blackberry and then um the genomics company whatever this one was bonono but Beno- banon bananix bionanics biantic Bionatic? <laughs> I don't remember uh in the C tier I like Boeing and then Chipotle and then uh Kathy Woods Arc uh, Airbnb B tier I like Datadog then Amazon CrowdStrike Horse Air Coinbase, then Best Buy, then Blizzard, then Alibaba, and then A tier. I like Costco. No, I like Disney, and then Costco, and then Cisco, and then S tier. I like AMD, and then Apple. Nice. Okay. I like this. This actually... This is actually, this is actually pretty cool. Now that these are in order, there's like a little bit, uh, like a, like a little bit more depth into this. I like this. Uh, empty can says, I've been considering unsubbing from Disney Plus for over a year now. Not going to lie, but here I am. Okay, okay. Do you have kids? I I would imagine honestly, that's like the only reason why I would think I had Disney Disney uh Disneyland. Oh. Disney Plus Yeah, maybe maybe unsub now and you'll you'll sub later when you know you need to show your kids uh Lion King and then uh, you don't want to buy the $300 VHS. <laughs> uh let's go on to the next one. We got Draft Kings Sports betting, I think in general, has gone way up since uh, just because of the uh, the pandemic. I think it got a lot of people that were never interested in sports betting interested in sports betting. Uh, sitting at a support right now, PE ratio is zero or not zero, but it's a non-existent dividend yield. Um. I know that they have to go through a lot of regulation and stuff uh because you know sports betting is illegal in some states and legal in some other states and same goes with countries so just keeping that in mind i'm gonna pull up taster here uh what is it dkng dkng massive down day today for DraftKings kings uh, 7.42 percent Uh, yeah, but it honestly was on a tear earlier. And now... Dude, honestly, right now, if you've ever wanted to get into DraftKings... Well, pending whatever news made it drop this low, but... It's about to bounce off the 50 EMA after doing this Golden Cross thing where the 10 EMA is over the 50, over the 200. And now it's going to it went straight through and it's going to bounce off the 200. Which is... Really, really good for anyone that's ever thought about wanting to get into DraftKings. Will it go up from here? Probably not, because you're listening to me and everything that I say will go wrong. But if you've ever heavily considered going to DraftKings, uh, you should consider just looking at the chart and making your own decision. Um, Lots of implied volatility here, so that's cool. Um... yeah yeah I like I, I like this uh, I'm somewhat interested in sports betting I don't watch sports but I like betting I, I like gambling uh, though I don't do it often um, but I do like it if I go to a casino I will play blackjack and stuff um, yeah I see this as a very strong C tier let's go back here uh, it has good amount of implied volatility there's just a there's just like a good amount of risk when it comes to like the regulations it has to get through it seems very news dependent which is uh you know a heavy theme for the c tier is that a lot of this is news dependent um the b tier the very end of the b tier is where it gets news dependent as well um uh, but c tier yeah it's yeah boeing cares about the faa stuff chipotle not so much though you can maybe argue the E. coli thing uh arc there's just lots of news on what kathy's trading and you know what kathy is up to uh at airbnb covid news can happen and all that whatnot and then Guth territory is you are betting on only news um i this is so good actually like being able to formulate like why I don't like particular stocks. And then realizing that like, I just don't have an affinity for stocks that are based on news, which is good. Cause you want your, well, I won't put words in your mouth. I want my portfolio to be stress-free. I don't want to have to look at news. If I see news and it's good, then it's like, oh yeah, great. You know, I own that stock but I don't want to have to look at news and wait for news and wake up squidward eyes and, you know. Um, but yeah, very high C tier for DraftKings. I hope the regulations get passed because I think sports betting, if it was done right, uh, I think it could be just a fun thing to do. Uh, moving on to Etsy. Uh, let's go and see Etsy, Etsy, Etsy. Do we have anybody in the chat that uh, has sold anything on Etsy? Or do we have any creators of Etsy? I will give you a free promotion right now if you sell anything on Etsy. Uh, But you have to also prove that it is your store. Um, Let's see, oh, I brought up Tastyworks a little bit too early. Let me go back and go here, Etsy stock. Wow, has this gone up really high. Um, Yeah, I mean, when I was looking and caring about Etsy, it was like in the $40 area. Um, Wow, such an obvious play, you know? Like, you, you look back and you think like, wow, everyone's home in the pandemic, people lost their jobs. There's no way people would want to just do and make like earrings at home and sell them on the internet. That seems... That seems too far-fetched, <laughs> um, but you know hindsight is twenty-twenty. Uh, we see here, Etsy has a P/E ratio of sixty-three. I would consider Etsy a software e-commerce company. Uh, yeah, it says here on Google, e-commerce company, close enough. Uh, Etsy right now is trading at all-time highs. That's cool. Um, let's go into TastyWorks now. Etsy, relatively high implied volatility, option volume, not there. I would not even say this like this is a medium amount. Uh, this is, you see here on the one thousand dollar open interest at the money call, there's forty dollars of slippage. And slippage is defined as the width between the bid and ask price. Um, Slippage is bad for people that day trade. It's not so much an issue if you're selling a contract that's 24 days or whatever. Um, But yeah, slippage uh, is not good. If you want to get in and out of a trade, it's going to be very hard to agree on a price in the middle uh, when there's not a lot of option volume, uh, especially on strikes like this where there might be fifty dollars and there's only four open interests uh on the 215 strike where there's yeah again four open interests um good amount of implied volatility option volume not quite there uh working from home and having a side gig I think is important. I think a lot of people have learned that side income is like the way to do things now. I could see Etsy getting bigger and things like Patreon, OnlyFans. Uh shout out to Gumroad. Uh like places like this uh getting bigger over time. I don't particularly use it. It doesn't make money, or it does. Sorry, the P/E ratio is sixty-three. My bad, my bad. But it does rely heavily on growth. Less people, but what stock doesn't rely on? Oh, okay. Honestly, Costco doesn't rely on growth. The P/E ratio is not that high. If Etsy's PE ratio was 30, I would slam this in A tier. But it's not. Um thinking here, thinking here. I think this is a B tier. Uh we're gonna place this. We're gonna place this between Datadog and Amazon. So B tier is now Datadog, Etsy, Amazon, CrowdStrike, Corsair, Coinbase, Best Buy, Blizzard, and uh, Alibaba. Um, let's go to the next one. We got Facebook. Uh, here we go. FB stock. 357 market cap 1 trillion PE ratio 26. Pretty solid for a uh, tech company. Uh, Wild correction that has been happening for Facebook. Wow, year over year revenue 54. percent That's crazy for a company that's this big. That's insane. Um I mean if you zoom out of the 1 year, it seems like it's just like cooling off like a little bit from all-time high, maybe consolidating a little bit. Uh but if you look at the 5 year graph, we're definitely at all-time high. Um PE ratio very very solid. Company could be evil, but we're not going to talk about that here. Uh, FB. Flat day to day, implied volatility. Average for what we consider to be good. Lots of option volume. That's that's always really nice. Yeah. Facebook. Hmm. Subsidiaries including Oculus and WhatsApp. Does so that change my mind on anything? Facebook Messenger is my choice of communication between groups of friends. Um, I think the younger generation uses Snapchat mainly. Facebook's PE ratio is really good, though. Like, really good. It dodges pretty, uh, it has to dodge pretty like, like intense news, like all the time. There's always clickbaity articles about how things like Facebook does evil. Um, again, the implied volatility is good. Uh, open interest is good. Let's just look at the current, yeah. Let's see, let's see, maybe it bounces off the 50, not sure. 330. That's, even that still pays decent. I am putting this at the highest. No, but the ratio is solid. Uh... Okay, it's gonna go in the lowest A tier. I would one million times out of one million times would rather have you sell a cash secured put on any of the other A tiers. But I there's nothing really much bad to say about Facebook other than like self opinion. Uh, I'm gonna put this at the very end of the A tier. If Facebook's P/E ratio was not in the twenties, it would be in the B tier somewhere. But its P/E ratio is really nice. It owns Instagram uh, and Messenger is something that I use and exclusively use for communication among friends. So same with Instagram, uh, I don't text. So it makes it makes sense. Like it's something that I use and that I like to use. I enjoy using. Oh, Junie, but what about the privacy things and all that stuff? Like, dude, honestly, like, what is privacy on the internet anymore? Um, 820. Green Tauros, uh, you are late, but you are here. That's that's all that matters. Have you all seen the Facebook Ray-Ban stalker list? I have not. Let's see here. Let's uh let's look at Fiverr. I think Fiverr will be our last company we look at. So let's look here. Fiverr. No PE ratio, but Etsy does. However, Fiverr is a little bit different. It has different um more of a plan. Stark stock market plan. Thank you for the follow. Uh nice bounce from the bottom here from 164 now trading at 204. i personally do not like using fiverr i feel like the quality of work uh, that i request from fiverr is never to my standard uh and it's just most of it is just kind of like oh you know if you want it done right you gotta do it yourself type of thing but if you really, really want, for example, I got lucky with my logo design because I knew a friend of a friend. But if I wanted a logo right now and want, or wanted artwork in general, I would just go to um, 99designs instead. Uh, this place is much better for like curated art and proposal stuff, which is what I would use Fiverr for. But everyone uses Fiverr differently. Like, obviously, I can't hire a developer on 99 Designs or someone that would like migrate my database on 99 Designs, okay? Um, so, with that in mind, no PE ratio and no dividend for Fiverr. Let's bring up the uh, Tastyworks FVRR. Implied volatility, uh, yeah, it's very high for Fiverr. Uh, earnings are soon. The twenty-four day option volume—it's not a lot, though. It's kind of interesting to see like how much option volume there is in the in all the strikes that uh, this has, and I think it's because it's only monthlies, which makes more sense. Okay. Um, slippage is quite high. It does pay a lot, though for uh for selling like an at the money cash secure put had a pretty good day today 4.27% day um bounce from the double bottom fiverr I don't like using it. it. Doesn't have a P/E ratio. Option volume is okay. It's not based on news. It is based on growth, though. If I believe that working from home and side gigs will continue to grow, then I would believe in Fiverr because I made that same point about Etsy. I think I will compromise here and I will put Fiverr at the very end of B tier. The very end. So Fiverr doesn't really care much about news, I guess. It is based on growth. But that's okay, because we like Etsy, but we don't really like Fiverr. Um, yeah, I think this is good. It's not a C tier. I wouldn't say it's that bad, especially since, like, uh, it looks like it's on a nice uptrend right now, uh, that from a double bottom, which I think, uh, you know, in the oogla-boogla sense of things, it's pretty strong. Um. Yeah, yeah, Fiverr, just the end of B tier. We could go into Ford uh, with the last five minutes left, but I also don't want to rush Ford. I feel like I could, I could talk about Ford for longer than five minutes. So I'm going to just pause here, pause here and end the stock tiering now. If anybody has questions about,
1: um, if anyone
0: has any general questions, uh, Feel free to ask them now. Um, and then I will answer them. Uh, if no one has any questions, I will end the stream and then uh, see you guys next week. Empty <laughs> can. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Empty can. Says, I've been waiting for Ford for so long uh and uh, and then tcans also says i can keep waiting i love you dude um we'll talk about ford first thing uh next week and uh, you know what i'll do you one better if you're not there at the very beginning of the stream or at the beginning when i tear it I'll, i'll push it off i'll make sure you're at the stream uh here's a good question actually and this is good for the podcast too uh four fourier transform asks, why no commission fee prices on trade entries on theta gang uh theta gang prioritizes uh making sure that you feel good when you enter your trade if i ask you to put a commission fee on this same trade every time it can just be that much more annoying I understand that you might want to just put in your commission fee because you want to just be that much more exact about your profit loss and whatnot, but Beta Gang is not a profit loss tracker. It is just a trade strategy, like explorer, or like it's just something to prove to other people that your strategy can work. We don't need to know the exact dollar of which you make, We just need to know the reasons of why you enter a trade and why you exit um but yeah it's one less input that you have to put in which i think is very very important there is plans there are plans to um have like a input field for like probability of profit people have asked for commission field before you're definitely not the first one um the thing with commission thing commission fees is like Uh, i have to display that on the website somewhere, uh, which could clutter things up. Uh, You know, too many numbers on the screen is a little bit uh, daunting for newer people. Um, But then also uh, everyone has a different commission fee structure. Like what if you're sponsored and you have the first 100 trades free of commission and then, you know, that starts muddying up the UI. Why do some of your trades have commissions some don't? It's just all of these things that I have to say uh, like a a very polite no to because I just want the platform to feel simple. Um, (laughs) Chicken dinner channeling uh, his inner uh, major. I think you can afford to wait till next week. (laughs) Uh, Empty can says nice one dad. That is a nice one indeed. Uh, Warm smells has a good compromise. Uh, It says uh, I usually put my fill price one cent cheaper. That works too. Uh, Lou13 When you sell calls, do you buy back at a specific percentage? Yes. Uh, Typically, it's a 50% uh, trigger. Uh, That means when I get 50% of the value of the call or covered call that I sell, because I don't sell naked calls. I think that is very idiotic uh, to do uh when i sell covered calls it's usually a 50 percent trigger the times i don't put a trigger on and this is more for like the advanced <laughs> look at me saying i'm advanced. advance for the intermediates uh because i'm intermediate uh you can start taking off the trigger when you think you're not gonna wake up in time for a market open for example if you think that there's a possibility where we gap down heavily the next day or you see that futures are very red you don't want the 50% trigger to instantly go off and fill you at a potentially bad price when you could have gotten more premium when the market opened. Uh, but if you don't understand what that means, maybe I make a specific episode talking about that small interaction of when to put on triggers and when not to. Uh, but that is a very good example of when you wouldn't just blindly put a 50% trigger on. Empty can says, if you are running a covered strangle... Uh, slash bicycle do you still use the 50% triggers or do you let the profitable leg run always respect the triggers the there will always be a case where some big macro wave down can happen and you don't want to be on the hook for more obligation than you can chew if you are even good with managing your obligation uh, imagine just the feeling of having a red position turn or having a green position turn red that can be tilting that would tilt me I might start trading uh, worse from that moment on so I'm going to take my 50% trigger there and then I will choose because choices are very strong like they are in Magic The Gathering I will choose to maybe open under the strike for a later expiration or maybe a strike further out the money but I will choose to keep it a bicycle and keep it going. It doesn't mean take the 50% trigger and then just stop, though that's an option you have, because that's a choice, but you can also just adjust the strike. Um, Let me see here. Uh, Warmstones, that particular example describes my last couple of trades. Cool, cool. Uh, Four-year transform, I usually put my fill price one cent cheaper, nice, cool um stock market plan don't worry the margin department will take care of that for you with a a maintenance call i am glad you are here stock market plan and you just followed today too awesome dropping the responsible uh tidbits big lurker 420 glad you're lurking uh hope you can chat next week uh i'm gonna end the uh the, (laughs) the chat i'm gonna end the stream here uh we had a really good turnout today thank you everyone for uh stopping by i'm gonna go ahead and take a screenshot uh, of this and post it on twitter it, it would mean a lot if you liked it on twitter and said hi and maybe left your uh, twitter username uh, or not twitter username but your uh, your uh, twitch username if you want uh, it's obviously optional but uh yeah everyone have an awesome night green Toros, you're very welcome shinra 808 haven't seen you in a while but you're welcome you also have a good night later guys.